This is episode four of Drunk Geekery, uh, the podcast where we drink and explain geeky things to someone who doesn't know as much about it and see how it goes. I keep forgetting to introduce myself in these podcasts. Um, I think that's a thing people do. So I'm Heather. And then I will let both of you introduce yourselves in whatever fashion you want to do that. I volunteer Joe. Go ahead. Go for it. Let's see. I'm Joe. I'm very tall and I live in the Bay Area. That's my intro. That's a good description. <laughs> Kathy, all you. My name is Kathy and I live in San Diego. I'm currently drinking a San Diego seltzer to support local seltzer companies. And I was giving myself a break from like the White Claw and the Trulies. And I, I'm kind of done with beer right now. So the seltzer is kind of working yeah, for me for these you. days. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I can drink it during the day, during work hours. I don't know, the beer feels a little more heavy. <laughs> You're still admitting to drinking while working. Yeah. Is it endangerment in the work? Strike, stri strike it from the record. <laughs> I'm also drinking a San Diego something. It's a it's a stone beer, Tangerine Express. So supporting San Diego, I guess. Ah, so for me, I'm drinking this. There's this brand I've never heard of, but you know what? They made their way into Costco. It's called Ashland Hard Seltzer, and I'm drinking the blackberry lemonade flavor. That sounds delicious. It really does. It's actually pretty good. Uh, I tried a lot of other seltzers. Uh, actually, I tried a, a whole suite of them. Um, the, my least favorite was the Bud Light. That just tasted too. Uh, it tasted warm even though it was icy cold it was it just tasted warm it, was, it wasn't it wasn't good yeah i wasn't a, i wasn't a huge fan of the corona ones i like i had those but i like the bone the bone vive ones bone bone of bone v i don't know those I, that one. I think i saw that one at target they got some unique flavors whoever target's buyers are they know what they're doing <laughs> that was um great introductions guys thanks good job um, so the next part of it is <clears throat> I usually have people do rock, paper, scissors audibly to figure out who's going to go first in explaining. Okay. So it's rock, paper, scissors, go, and then you guys say what you choose. Okay, ready? Rock. Rock, paper, rock, paper scissors, paper. Scissors, scissors. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, no, <laughs> well, let's do that over. Edit that out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Try, well, try on the count okay. three, and on, then we do on three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you're on the same page now. Yeah. Okay. You count. Okay. One, two, three. Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors. scissors what? <laughs> rock. I meant pop. Rock. Rock. <laughs> How much have you had to drink, man? I'm on my third one. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Okay, okay, on, oh. on three again, on three again. Heather, you count us down. Actually, no, let's just do, let's do on three. The rock, paper, scissors is messing me up because then I have to pick one of the three options. Just count three, and then we'll shoot. Okay. One, two, three. Scissors! Wait, 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 wait. wait was that the actual count? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes! Okay, redo. One more time. I'll okay, okay. This, time. This, is, this is the official count, okay? One, two, three. Paper. Scissors. Ah! Okay, so Joe, do you want to go first or second? I'll go second. Okay, Kathy, what are you going to explain to Joe today? I wanted to talk about JoJo, but I only watched the first four parts. That's quite a bit. How, how many parts are there? I think six, maybe six. I thought it was. I thought it was ongoing. Is it not ongoing? It's the the manga's ongoing, but Kathy. You can explain four parts of JoJo. Actually, you could probably do a whole thing just on like the first part of JoJo. Do I get to ask questions during? Like, how does this work? How, whatever you need to do to understand it, Joe. Okay. All I know about JoJo's adventure or something is that there's someone named Joe Star, and that's it. <laughs> and oh, oh, and Dio, right? Dio's Dio's in it. Dioism, yes, the religion. No, wait, no. I thought there's someone named Dio. There, there yeah. it is. I thought you said Dioism. <laughs> I will 
join that religion <laughs> in a heartbeat. All right, Kathy, go ahead. Okay. Uh, okay, so let's talk about part one. So I'll, a high-level summary of part one. You have this English lord. He, he's super rich. English lord the first. What's an, Eng- what's an English lord? Someone who speaks English or someone in England? I'm pretty sure he's from England. Oh, but he speaks Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> but they're in England. He's speaking Japanese. And so you have this. Okay, so he's a lord in England. No, he, man, he's like one of those English guys that are rich. Aren't they all lords? <laughs> Some okay, sort yeah. of so you have, nobility. Yeah, he, he, there we go. Okay, yeah, yeah. English, I'm going to call him English lord. Um, he, it, what happened was he was just going about his day in a carriage, a little rainy, and, mm-hmm. and his carriage fell off a cliff because of negligent driving on the, uh, carriage driver's part, the car- who are what? Negli- like negligent horse driving. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he fell off the cliff with his wife, and along with the horse and the driver. Okay. Cool. And there is this old guy who's like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna score." You carriage that? <laughs> There's okay. <laughs> and this is gonna be really hard for me, <laughs> but he went. He goes. This, this old bald dude. I think he's bald. And what does hair. bald have to? What does bald have to do with him? She's painting a picture okay yeah okay I, you gotta imagine this and then you gotta also imagine the lord probably you know he had like the mustache of course <laughs> and he's all in a suit come on <laughs> so uh this uh this this scraggly old bald guy with long hair on the side because it's male he's just balding on the top and mm-hmm. he's like oh yeah i'm gonna rob this guy because they're dead and then he, the okay so he sees the crash as it happens or something and he's gonna go like loot them. Go pilf- yeah, he's gonna loot he's gonna loot them. He's gonna pilfer their carriage because he's okay. like, Okay, this is I'm gonna they're rich, they probably have a lot of stuff. Right. Teabag him too, I assume, but Yeah, obviously. So he starts stealing from it, but then the the, the, the actually the English Lord is alive. And the English Lord's like, Oh, oh my god, you saved me. Oh my god, take this ring, take my wife's ring. She just died next to me, but take this ring as gratitude. <laughs> I think it was a ring. I don't remember. It's been a long time. <laughs> I, I think there was some sort of exchange that went on. I don't remember the details exactly, but long story short, that muscly lord dude, English lord, mm-hmm. is is a Joe Star. <laughs> okay. okay. So I got, let's let's fast forward some years. Uh, the English lord has a son. His name, his son's name is Jonathan, and. Yeah, Jonathan, Joe Star. So that's where you get Jojo. You put the first and last uh, parts of their name together. Cool. And he's like 14 years old. By the way, he's 14 and super buff. Yep. And super tall for, for <laughs> just, and speaking Japanese still in England. Yep. Obviously, I mean. <laughs> Obviously. Super nice guy. Uh, one day, this other 14-year-old kid shows up and he just pops out of a carriage, but he pops out with such flair. He's like doing a pose as he jumps out the carriage. <laughs> And he pretty much, uh, hey, I'm Dio. <laughs> but Dio has ulterior motives. And you can see that right off the bat because Dio kicks JoJo's dog. <laughs> so ulterior motives. <laughs> How is that ulterior motives? Isn't that just being an asshole? Yeah, he, he's pretty much an <laughs> asshole from the beginning. No reason okay. yeah, given. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, so he just kicks the dog. And then Jonathan's like, oh, my God how dare you tries to fight him and then somehow dio passes it off as oh i thought he was attacking me but this dog is super friendly so i was like okay there's everyone excuses you know him kicking the dog because he thought it was he was being attacked anyway let's just family fast forward because this i'm just still in episode one okay (laughs) so this is when they're teenagers they they met when they were teenagers they they met when they're 14 and pretty much uh dio goes up to uh, Jojo's dad, the English Lord, and goes, "Hey, I have this letter. It's from my dad. Who the dad was? I guess I forgot. Did I draw that connection already? The dad is the guy who tried to pill for the carriage, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna call. I don't know. I don't remember the dad's name. I'm just calling him Dad Joe Star. So Dad Joe Star decides. I'm sorry. Joe Dad Joe Star is really thankful and says, I you know I you saved my life. Here's my here's my wife's ring. Da da da. Like whatever you need, I'll I'll give it to you. So." You know, years later, the dad's on his deathbed, tells Dio to go, like, you know, it happened with the Joestar family because he got a ticket, like, in 
Dio takes that letter to Joe Joseph's dad. The pilfer? Wait, who's the pilfer? No, sorry, John Jonathan's dad. Sorry, don't the, not Joseph. Joseph is not anywhere near here. <laughs> <laughs> Struggling a little bit and just blurring, but are, are you can't are you are you following along? <laughs> wait, okay, so who? Wait, the the pil the pilf pilfering guy. Who's he? He's the father of who? Okay, let let me start over. Heather, delete everything I just said in the beginning. You got it. <laughs> gonna start over because i realized i could tell this better so english muscle lord mm -hmm. wait we're gonna start over no we don't you know we don't we don't need to start over english muscle lord <laughs> falls off a cliff his wife dies random scavenger dude comes by says yeah i'm gonna score not right not the horny way but like in money way <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah right yeah we have several times and what happens is the english muscly lord and it's he probably only survived because he was muscly Oh my god, like thinks that the that the, the scavenger pilferer dude was was helping him and saving him and so the English right, right. lord yeah. rewards him with a ring. Yeah, it's pretty much like here and then da, 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 with a ring. Okay. So the English lord is the father of who and the pilfer guy is the father of who? English lord is the father of Jonathan. So okay. English lord is a Joe Star. So that's that's right. like yeah. the OG Joe Star. Like he started it. Okay. He started this entire mess. Let's be real here. Yeah. Because yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> if he didn't give that ring to them, we wouldn't have this anime. That's true. <laughs> okay. Now the pilferer, pilfer. It's pilferer word. It, it is now. Yeah. So the pilferer. <laughs> he, he has a son. By the way, his son. Is his son Dio? Yeah, his son no. is Dio, and his son okay, is son is Dio. Okay, that's that's literally all I wanted to know. You didn't have to read that whole story. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't worry about it. So Pilferer's son is Dio. And by the way, Dio hates his dad because Pilferers, you know, I guess in the back old days, they'd just be scumbags and somehow get sons. Anyway, so he hates his dad. So he actually, you kind of see throughout like the beginning of the first episode that Dio actually kills his father passive aggressively. Actually, no, actually, it was very aggressively. He was giving him poison every night <laughs> <laughs> until he died. So, and so when, uh, pilferer was on his deathbed he was like hey take this ring take this letter take it to the joestar family and you will get rich because because they they owe me right yeah yeah, yeah. cool so yeah. so dio you know he's like okay i finally killed my dad freaking finally i can finally get on with my life and get some money from these joestar people so dio gets out the carriage you know comes out in like supermodel style you know at age 14 and kicks the dog Obviously, right. has really created a bad start, bad starting relationship with Jonathan. Kind of moves on from there. Uh, they, they pretty much Dio just is an asshole all the time to Jonathan. But I think it's just because he's like Jonathan's in my way of in inheriting all this money. So I'm just gonna make this guy hate me and like try to turn his dad on him too. Probably like cherry on top. <laughs> Let's just fast forward a little bit. Uh, they, you know, you, you know, they fight. They're brothers. Uh, I'm sorry. Dio pretty much gets adopted by the the English muscly lord. Okay. So uh, they now they kind of become brothers. Or I guess step brothers. Okay. Step brothers, yeah. Adopted brothers. <laughs> yeah, they're adopted. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we're we're finally we're finally back to exactly where we were like ten minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll, I'll get I'll get through it. I'll get through it. By the way, we're still on episode one. I'll fast forward through. Most of it, but... Um, I guess I'm going to start fast forwarding because a lot of it's just, uh, it, it goes quickly. Um, Jonathan and Dio, actually Jonathan, like Jonathan becomes unhappy. Dio's all like, all about that. You know, they get a little bit older, not 18 yet, but they get a little older. Jonathan actually gets a girlfriend or not official. You know how it is like back in the day, you know, you can't really be direct. So you got to do like the long game and you flirt for like months and you like never kiss or anything. <clears throat> Her name's Arena. Right, yeah. <laughs> So he, he okay. gets a he gets a pretty much it's pretty much her girlfriend his girlfriend Arena, and then Dio's like oh man Jonathan seems happy these days what the hell's going on so Dio stalks Jonathan and he's oh my god he's hanging out with that girl so after uh, one of their dates again Jonathan and Arena never kissed they're not official boyfriend girlfriend yet they're just kind of been beating around the bush right Dio just as soon as he sees Arena at, when JoJo leaves. Dio goes up to Arena and just like makes out with her. <laughs> Wait, 
Like just straight up, okay. Yeah, yeah. He, just, he, he just he just like it was it was pretty rapey. Well, not rapey, rapey, but it was rapey. He just grabs her and he just like bends her over and like, he kisses her like, blah, 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 blah. and she's so horrified. And then Dio's like, "Oh yeah, how's it feel to have your first kiss with me and not Jonathan?" Okay, so it's stealing the first kiss. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> and so Irina was, was like so disgusted that she, there was a there's this puddle of mud, and she actually just like tries to wash out Dio's kiss with mud. And so Dio with mud. <laughs> well, she just was like, I, "I can't have this," and so right. Dio actually ends up kicking her and like, "How dare you, bitch!" <laughs> God damn, this is pretty abusive. <laughs> I know it, it was very, it was really fat. I was like, wow, he hit a girl, and he hit her hard. So, like, this was like the 1800s. Let's be real. Oh yeah, they didn't have yeah. They didn't they put domestic violence stuff in place in like the 1960s? I mean, like that just it's a recent thing, the last 50 years. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the 1800s. Yeah. Yeah, probably not that a lot. Like, I like it because I, I really wouldn't have liked to be alive back then. Um, <laughs> But uh, he he just kicked the shit out of her, and I'm like, damn, that's rough. Wait, Dio Dio kicked her, yeah, okay. Yeah, and then uh, kind of fast forward a little bit. Uh, Arena starts avoiding Joe jo- Jonathan, um, be just mm-hmm. because she's like embarrassed and she she just doesn't want to. Uh, there are just too many feelings, you know, with that teen angst and all that. It's like she can't see him anymore, and so they kind of like act awkwardly have a. Wait, but he didn't do anything wrong. Why did why 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 is she like down on Jonathan? Um, well, she, well, she just, uh, that's a good question. I, I would ask her psychologist that, I don't know. <laughs> her psychologist from the 1800s? Yeah, sure. you know, because, you know, if you're over here, you were like, you obviously like Jonathan, and then you kiss some other dude, you feel super guilty about it, and you just can't seem to face him because it was just so embarrassing and just so much honor like gone i don't know it probably had to do with okay. thing. yeah that makes sense yeah so anyway fast forward uh jonathan's just like fuck you dio you kissed arena she won't talk to me da, 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 da. They, whatever they fight okay fast forward again they, they're 18 which means i, I guess I, they're able i think dio or jonathan are able to inherit uh all the money the money right if if the dad dies so okay. dio you know pulls his same trick and he tries to poison the dad and so actually the dad's been sick for some time and jonathan gets suspicious like hey you've been seeing you've been taking medicine every day but you're getting worse and then it's like who's been giving you your medicine oh it's been dio and he and so dio or sorry and then jonathan was like oh my god you've been poisoning dad right and dio's like you have no proof and it's like why don't you take the medicine and he's like nah so jonathan's like okay you know what i'm gonna give direct orders Dad, only take medicine from the doctors. I'm going to go down to the hood and find out where this medicine came from. Right. Some uh, shady apothecary or something. Yep. Yeah. And so uh, on the way, when he gets the medicine, or when he goes to try to find out where the medicine came from, he he, he goes into like the slums of, uh, I don't know, London. <laughs> Is that a thing? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> Especially in the 1800s. Yeah, because he meets a guy that actually tries to mug him. And his name is so cool. It's called Speedwagon. <laughs> yeah. Actually, his name is Robert Speedwagon, and he's a thug. And by the way, I'm telling you this because it's really important because Speedwagon becomes a foundation in the future. He he is like the most beloved character in the JoJo series. Yeah. So Speedwagon actually was trying to beat the shit out of JoJo because he's like, oh, look at this guy. He's like all fancy and shit. Come to my home, kick his ass, steal from him, and kill him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Speedwagon goes for it, and then Jonathan is like super buff, you know, and he's a, he like to fight. Jonathan beats the shit out of Speedwagon up. Speedwagon was like, "Wait, you could have had, you could have, you could have broke my leg or killed me or whatever," because uh, Speedwagon noticed that Jonathan, although he was fighting, he, he was it was more for self defense, not to like not to not intended it, yeah, <laughs> not <laughs> to permanently damage or or permanently hurt the other person and so speak out speak speedwagon goes man this guy's a real gentleman <laughs> and he's like oh and he looks around all his other buddies his other thugs got beat up but they're they're not dead and they're just they could get up they just kind of knocked out and then speak speedwagon goes oh my god this guy is a super gentleman it's like so true gentleman and so he gets uh speedwagon um gets uh, jonathan's respect i'm sorry wrong way around Jonathan gets Speedwagon's Yeah, Jonathan gets Speedwagon's <laughs> respect. There we go. <laughs> okay, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Hold, one second. Are we still on episode one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
so continue. Kathy, you're muted, I think. Kathy just gave up on you. I just, I'm sorry. I accidentally muted myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, continue. So Speedwagon uh, respects Jonathan, right? Yes, Speedwagon respects Jonathan. And then so, and Speedwagon also was the guy with the drugs. So he's like, yeah, I gave Dio the drugs. So this is what you need to do to get the medicine. Or no, 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 wrong, right. That's not right. Speedwagon goes, okay, I'll go back with you to let, to tell your dad that Dio's trying to kill him because I gave him the bad medicine. Because, you know, back then they didn't have email or telephones and stuff like that, right? <laughs> or, you know, whatever. So... <laughs> Anyway, Speedwagon comes back with Jonathan, and I guess it's getting a little fuzzy. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna fast forward again. <laughs> um, long story short, a big ass battle ensues. There's a lot of thugs, and okay, thugs sent by Dio, or yeah, you know, I mean, I'm, okay, I'm, I'm this is the details are getting fuzzy. I, I, th I think Dio pursued Jonathan, something, whatever, something happened where they they just started fighting. There's this mask. <laughs> that Dio noticed had a reaction like in earlier one of uh, Jonathan's and Dio's fights they were fighting regularly I don't know if I said that earlier but they they would fight regularly like as kids like and it wasn't fun fights they were they were brutally fighting mm -hmm. uh so Dio noticed that this one mask which belongs to uh, Jonathan's mom actually um it reacts to the Joe Star's blood okay and so uh what actually ends up happening is you know, I guess the the plan. So the the original. So Dio, you know, he's over here trying to fight Jonathan, and shit's about to go down, and you know, poisoning the dad and all that good stuff, and all you know, the truth coming out. So Dio puts the mask on, with the, after getting some blood on it, and he becomes a vampire. Dope. Wait, is this still the first episode? I think this is episode like three. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so Dio's a vampire now, all right. D Dio's a vampire, but by the way, after he became a vampire, he didn't want money anymore because being a vampire was a, a better option because he gets... He's all, he's all immortal and shit, right? Yeah, yeah he's okay. super immortal. He's like, oh my God, this is awesome. But he still has to play by the vampire rules where he needs blood and uh, he can't be in the sunlight because he'll disintegrate into dust. So that's that's pretty much it for the, the beginning. And then... Um, Jojo can't pretty much win against a vampire, so he somehow runs into this Italian dude that could do, like, Chinese monk <laughs> kung fu. Okay. <laughs> like the like the shout like the Shaolin monks or something like that. Yeah, it's like because he's using chi energy because I, I call it. I know it's chi because the in in the Jojo Bizarre's Adventure they call it Harmon. So. Jojo's on a quest to go kill Dio. Oh yeah, by the way, uh, their parents, his dad died. They they got they got him killed. Yeah, wait. <laughs> dad dead. Dad dead. Dad. Did Jonathan inherit the fortune then? Who inherited the fortune? The money doesn't matter anymore because Dio is unlimited. Yeah, so Dio just wasn't fighting for it anymore. I don't need money. I can live forever. So 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 wait. So Jonathan did get the money then. Who doesn't keep? Yeah, you know, they're rich. He's gonna keep the money. He's rich man. You know, but but it's okay too. They're gonna be rich because JoJo and Speedwagon are now friends, and then Speedwagon later like makes an oil company, I think. Or something like that. <laughs> All right, I forgot. <laughs> so doesn't don't worry about the money anymore. The money was like the original motivation. What really happened was after the you know the option of being a vampire. That is the option and uh, or the the motive to be god of the world live forever and just prey on the weak at least for dio and then joe star joe jonathan's new mission in life is to kill dio okay and so he can't kill and he it's been it was very it was a very apparent that he couldn't kill dio as a as a just with his regular skill level and so that's where he runs somehow runs into this italian guy that knows the shaolin kung fu martial arts or whatever and um in the jojo universe it's called Harmon because Harmon and I would I would say imagine it like I guess like chakra in like Naruto mm. you know you kind of use like mm -hmm. some powers you have some powers internally in your body that you could release and like attack sure yeah and so it's effective on vampires so <laughs> the Harmon is the power Harmon Harmon <laughs> and by the way this Italian dude he's super sassy I don't well maybe not sassy his name is Zeppoli and he's important because he has a son that becomes friends with Anyway, <laughs> that, that's part two. Um, so, but 
Just a small side feature or side characteristic of this Italian dude. I like him because he puts salt and pepper on his sandwiches. Okay. What? what yeah. Why do you like him because of that? Because <laughs> he's fighting he with salt... the sandwich. Yeah, and that, and he's also fighting with the sandwich in his hand, and he eats it in between punches. <laughs> it also puts salt and pepper on it while fighting. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Was it? Well, is it pepper or was it pepper? I think it, I think it was actually like actual peppers, but I know he put a lot of salt on his sandwich. I approve. <laughs> okay. Anyway, he learns hormone that that's what he you need to uh, pretty much fight a vampire. And just fast forward end of the season. Oh, by the way, um, Jonathan and Arena get together um, when they get older. So they they yeah they they mature and then they made a baby. But yeah, okay. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, but that, that, they didn't make the baby yet, but they're together. And then they go on a cruise. Dio's on the cruise. Was it a cruise? I think it was I a think cruise. so. This is, I'm talking about the last episode of the season now. I just fast forward the shit out of it, man. <laughs> the um, long story short, at the end. Was there, um, like a, was there like a big training montage or something? Or did you oh, just yeah. like, boom, learned it in a day? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, they, just, they, were, they went through training. You know, obviously. Oh, by the way, Dio's vampire abilities. He can make other vampires by scratching them. Okay. Yeah. So he could he could make more of himself, right? But he's like the ultimate one. The other ones are kind of, you know, just like little pawns. He's like the source vampire. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But so uh, Jonathan and Zeppeli go and try to take on these vampires. Zeppeli ends up dying, by the way. Sorry. On Speedwagons there, because Speedwagons now like part of the crew. A primary character. Yeah, they're part of the crew. Anyway, they go on a cruise. This is the end, and. Dio's on there. He's and Jonathan actually almost kills him, but then Dio uh, takes over Jonathan's body and then hides himself in a casket until he's unraveled. Dun dun dun. Wait, do you know that in the first season or the first part? I don't think you know that he actually take to take takes over Jonathan's body. Yes, I think you just know. So, like at the at at the end of like part one, you just think that. Jonathan and Dio killed each other. Killed each other, okay. But it turns yeah. out Dio is still alive. Yeah. And Jonathan's dead. Just his head is alive. Oh. And he takes over Jonathan's yeah. body. Yeah. So the head takes over Jonathan's body. Oh, and by the way, Arena is seen at the end of the first season with a baby girl. Sure, yeah. To continue on the Joe Star legacy. In that whole fight, mm-hmm. like the cruise gets set on fire. So she's like in a like a lifeboat off to the side. Huh? Yeah, she made it. No one else did. Well, maybe some others did, but she definitely made it. <laughs> it's actually a lot more exciting than I probably explained it to be in terms of the action. So if you like a lot of action, it's really good. And if you like a lot of actually creativity in fighting. So it was just... I'm assuming the, sh- the showdown between Jonathan and Dio was pretty spectacular. That and even any time they brawled in between from the for episode like three to, I don't know, the tw- episode 20 or something. They, the fights were really good. They're really creative with how they use harmo- hormone, how they, you know, the vampires work and, you know, all these other elements that come into play. Um, it, it's just, if you're into a good shonen, I would actually recommend that one. And it just gets crazier. Yeah. And by the way, that was just, yeah. And then that, that's just actually the foundation story. Like that actually, yeah. But as Heather said, it only gets crazier, and it actually only gets better because that was actually the slow season. Exactly. <laughs> is like Dio the one constant throughout? No, or... no. But he is one of the better characters. Yeah, he's he. I would say Dio as a bad guy is the best bad guy I've seen in a long time, and I don't like a lot of bad guys. He comes back with a vengeance and becomes the most flamboyant villain I have ever seen, and I love it so much. Because he comes back in like a shiny gold and green jumpsuit. Ooh. Wearing heels with the whole green eyeshadow. And is just a flamboyant golden vampire. <laughs> so does he, does, he, does he like make appearances throughout the rest of the seasons? Or do they like eventually beat him? Wait, hold up. <laughs> That's all Kathy. We gotta talk about part two. <laughs> <laughs> Did I get into spoilers of part two? No. No, actually, part two is just like really random. Um, I would actually say part two JoJo. So the so this JoJo is actually he's not the he's not the son of Jonathan, but he's like the 
I guess the the next generation of like the John the, the of the Joestar family. So he's not Jonathan Joestar. Okay, so he's not first. Okay, so Jonathan Joestar was saved first gen. Uh, Joseph Joestar, who is the second JoJo in the series, he is. Uh, I would say that the, the third generation of Joe of Joestars. And I guess to so I guess sum up the second part, it's about. So this English Jojo is, I think he's in now in New York, but they speak Japanese. So he's half, I believe he's half Japanese and half white guy. No, I've, English, I, right? think, I think that's part three. Oh, that's one more down. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. okay so Joseph is still fully Japanese, but he's now living in Brooklyn, I think. No. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't okay. know. You see, yeah, he's whatever. Somewhere in New York. Oh, uh, I guess the. Uh, this Jojo, so Joseph, he, um, I guess in his in part two, he fights Aztec gods. Also very glorious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and this Jojo is a cross-dresser, so he'll wear like a short tank top and like capris. Looks good. Sounds pretty hot. So where Jonathan was like an upstanding gentleman, super nice, all that kind of stuff. His grandkid is like a con artist super like ladies man who do i describe him as but not a not like jonathan at all but it's entertaining okay yeah yeah the first shot the first joe star jonathan is goody but is his grandson still like really rich like is the are they all super rich uh, don't worry about the money don't worry about the money the money is not even a factor anymore but just know that they have unlimited money because <laughs> <laughs> it's never it never comes up again it was just only the initial Oh, what's the word? The only, it was only the initial um, goal or objective until the vampire, until the vampire thing came underway. And then the, the show became about vampire versus uh, the Joe stars. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, and they have Nazis. Uh, I guess but they're the good guys. These are the friendly people here. <laughs> okay. so they get it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Part two. I'm dying over here, Heather. <laughs> these, these, this thing is hard to explain, actually. <laughs> My favorite parts of part two two are when the mayan gods get awoken because they're originally carvings in stone oh yeah and then like you give them a blood sacrifice and then it's these Mm -hmm. it's these super buff dudes with long hair and like loincloths in like crazy poses awakening from the stone with like this crazy theme music going on behind it 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 is again one of my favorite things it's freaking hilarious yeah, the the it, yeah the pillar men. Right? Yeah, pillar men. That's what <laughs> they're no. called. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the pillar men. They are you got to awaken them, and then when you awaken them, Wait, but who awakens them? The Nazis. Or no, was it the Nazis? Or how did the Nazis and the pillar men tie into Dio and uh, Joseph Joestar? Dio doesn't show up in this one. Oh, okay. Yeah, so part two, there's no Dio. It's just you still see you'll still see Jonathan. I'm sorry, Joseph. Still, he uses Harmon, so you can see he's a Harmon user. So he uses that uh, energy to fight his opponents and saves the world. Oh, and by the way, he does accidentally, or not, well, actually it was intentional, sees his mom naked through a keyhole, and he says, nice! <laughs> he doesn't know it's his mom. <laughs> he doesn't know it's his mom, and he's like, man, she's hot. <laughs> but that's her mom, dude! <laughs> Because, yeah, she was, like, helping guide him on this journey. Some incesty vibes, okay. Yeah, but, well, the reason why he knows her is because she was teaching him how to better use his Harmon because she was a master user of Harmon. Mm-hmm. So she started teaching him, and um, by the way, he, um, everyone gets a sidekick. Jonathan, or jo- Joseph, his sidekick is Caesar, Caesar Zeppoli. So that was, I think, either the grand. It's probably the grandson of the first Zeppeli that likes the sandwiches. The salt and pepper sandwiches. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> and the Italian guy who knows the Shaolin monk kung fu. Correct. Um. So this Caesar guy <laughs> okay. is now. Oh, he. I mean, the Caesar guy also knows how to do the Harmon. Harmon. I'm gonna say Shaolin soccer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just losing it. Anyway. Oh, and one of the biggest takeaways from Joseph is he's got a thing for predicting what people are going to say right before they say it. Yeah, so he'll say something like, you're going to tell me that, oh yeah, that's a good punch, but you're not going to catch my right hook. And then the guy will say it, yeah, and then 
he's gonna be like, they're gonna be like, what the heck? How did you know I was gonna say that? And it's like a, kind of a repeating theme throughout the second part. Okay. So it seems like you're fading a little. It seems like you're fading a little bit, but like try to sell me on 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 jo Like, why would I watch JoJo? JoJo's Bar Bizarre Adventure is that that's the full name, right? You would watch it if you wanted to be entertained by glorious characters, um, di diverse action scenes, very creative writing, and actually by part three, they change up the powers. They give you they actually do away with Harmon. <laughs> And they actually add something called a stan, uh, which somehow comes from Dio, by the way. That's a Dio thing. It's a Dio side effect, actually, <laughs> is how they described it. Okay. And actually, in part three is where actually all of uh, the JoJo, the entire JoJo series, in my opinion, uh, it picks up like crazy. So this one's, uh, it's, it's Jotaro. He doesn't realize he has powers. He thinks so. He puts himself in jail to try to protect people, and so now Joseph from the second part is now a grandpa. Come sees his grandson, and and it's like, hey, or no, is that his son? That's his son. It's his grandkid. Okay, it is his grandkid. Yeah. Okay, so he see. Oh yeah, yeah. So he sees his grandkid and says, hey, you actually, um, you're not cursed. You actually have powers. Let me show you how to use it. And they introduce this whole new power called stands. The reason why it becomes important, why Joe Tar Joe Tar is like a punk ass teenager kid. Like he modified his school uniform, he put chains all over it, and he's buff. But anyway, and also he's like seventeen. But yeah, this giant kid. Yeah. yeah, he's he's seventeen, and he's just bigger than his dad, or I'm sorry, his grandfather, who's also really buff. Anyway, buff buff dude seems to be like a recurring theme here. Yeah, like they're him. all they they draw all of them buff and really, I guess unique. They all give them like a little of their own style. Okay. Anyway, yeah. So they pretty much Joe Taro has to get his shit together because his his mom or Joseph's daughter, uh, she gets uh, sick with this. She has her own stand, and if you're if you're a weak body, you'll die from not being able to support the stand, the stand power. Okay. And so they have to go. They have to go make a trip from I don't know, was it New York or Egypt or no they no New York or Japan. I think they're probably in New York. And they have to make a journey out all the way to Egypt. And they meet fun characters along the way. And really, really creative use of stands. Because they'll have to fight other stand users that just have a lot of creative power. And I don't know how else to explain, to, how else to explain that. But you'd have to be really into... You, you should explain the stand a little bit. Because before, Harman was just them using like their internal power. Yeah, so what a stand is, is you have... It's pretty much like some sort of you 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 make okay so your body naturally has this ghost but you kind of don't get to pick the ghost power but you could dictate what the ghost power does. So each okay. stand user or each stand has its own like special power. So and then Jotaro's case he has um what was this stand called? Something ultra? Uh yeah, hold on, let me look it up. All right, so everyone has a a stand they all have their own unique names so like joseph like the grandpa joseph his is called purple hermit his stands power could oh star star platinum oh there you go star platinum <laughs> i was like ultra <laughs> <laughs> so like so joseph his so because they gave him a because they evolved him from hormone to stand they gave him purple hermit which is uh, a power that he pretty much it's a kind of like a, it's it's a fortune telling power so he could connect himself to some sort of electronics mm -hmm. or i guess the environment and it would predict the future based off of what he's trying to find but it shows up like this ghost character like i don't know joe did you watch naruto at all yeah i've seen most of it so it's like you know how sasuke's susano shows up like behind them like this big mm -hmm. old like thing behind them that's what these things look like but they all have their own like unique design okay go ahead kathy yeah every, <laughs> everyone's own special yeah it's, i would say it's their, everyone's own special ability so joe taro's star platinum he gets this i guess he gets like a armored looking dude that punches really fast <laughs> for him and it's really strong and he's actually so fast that it's like he's moving through time <laughs> which becomes like, relevant in part three mm, mm -hmm. <laughs> or later in part three 
yeah, so pretty much he goes to Egypt, uh, finds Dio. They have this super fight. And it's actually one of the most famous fights in the anime world. I'm probably not going to do it any justice. Um, but Dio, his stand is that he could freeze time. Okay, yeah. And so this surpassing time thing that you just told me about helps beat Dio. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> duh. <laughs> There's, they, okay. they actually have some, yeah, and then it's it's fun because. So wait, is part three about beating Dio then? Oh no, yes, yeah, he has to beat up Dio because he had to beat up Dio to get to save Jotaro's mom because she's dying from her stand because her body's okay. too weak. So they had to make a trek. I think they had like fourteen days or something like that, or was it twenty eight days? They had some sort of time limit to get out to Egypt to beat up Dio before their mom died. <laughs> His mom died. <laughs> Duh. Obviously, like yeah. And then. Wait, Jotaro is what, the grandson? Um, who's Jotaro again? Jotaro is the grandson of Joseph. And by the way, Jotaro gets, I think he has two friends that are pretty cool. Paul Marek. This guy has like, he looks like... Do any of the previous Jotaros come back to life? Is that a no, thing? No, they all did. They all die. Okay. Well, I mean, you, you have you have Joseph in part two that goes into part three as a grandpa now. Okay. Yeah, he didn't die yet, so... But it's very like a passing down the tradition thing. Like no one, none of the Joe stars actually uh, are immortal or get resurrected or anything no. like that. So yeah, I guess if you wanted to talk about a higher level of what JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is, it's about um, the Joe stars family um, struggle with Dio's and, and Dio affiliates. Yeah. Okay. It's been going on for years, right? Uh, it's been It's been ongoing. You could actually watch most of it on Hulu. Uh, they have four parts, and then if you want to watch more, you probably you have to go on like Crunchyroll or find another source. Sure. Anyway, I am fading. So <laughs> this this is a very difficult topic now that I think about okay. how much context is in JoJo. <laughs> I'll let Joe go. <laughs> so yeah, let's, let's... <laughs> she, she walked you through most <laughs> of parts one, two, and three. Okay, And that's I watched fair. all of parts um... four. It's actually, they all have their own different pace too i i won't get into three and four just because we could go have a very long conversation about it but maybe next time man i could collect yeah. my thoughts <laughs> <laughs> go ahead Wait, so what what am i talking about what do you want to know about didn't you pick something <laughs> do we settle on something i don't remember i don't i don't remember i thought you liked movies and i and you know i don't watch a lot of movies okay have you seen the movie sunshine no okay I can tell you about the movie Sunshine. Also, it sounds like you're about to pass out, bro. I know. It's been a long week. It's 7.30. It's been a long week. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. So this is a uh, Danny Boyle movie from, I don't know, like the early 2000s? Mid-2000s? I don't know. Uh, he's the guy who directed uh, probably you the best the movie you would know would be like 28 Days Later or 28 Weeks Later. Wait, those are two separate movies. Those are two separate movies. He directed both of them, I think. What? Is it one about, like, drug recovery and another one about vampires? No, they're both about zombies. My bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think he, uh, he also directed Train Spotting, too, I think. But yeah, so this is one of his, like, earlier movies. The main, like, the plot is that, like, basically the sun is about to die, like, in our solar system. How? It's just gonna, like, go out. Oh, okay. Uh, more like probably black hole or something i don't know like collapse on itself die is that why they call it sunshine oh yeah so basically the earth sends this team of super scientists which has the always very sexy chris evans Ooh. very well I, he's not the lead chillian murphy is the lead um i'm okay with but that. uh chris chris evans he's young and sexy i mean he's always sexy but um <laughs> so basically they said they send this team of scientists out to uh, in this like kind of long distance spaceship to go restart the sun. They're going to go like drop this massive nuclear bomb inside the sun to try to restart it and have like Was the, this whatever before fusion. or after the movie, the core. Uh, that's a good question. Good time. Uh, so good question. Like uh, probably around thing, the same time. But inside <laughs> the earth. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's pretty similar except for it's in space. Okay. Um, so there's like, um, this like collection of super scientists there's like the guy who in invented the super bomb that's supposed to restart the restart the sun and that's played by chillian murphy and you probably know him from like uh he played scarecrow in the Bat batman movies 
I always get him mixed up with another guy. He's in that show Peaky Blinders on Netflix. Um, and he's like the lead. Um, but basically, so and then there's like uh, Chris Evans, who I think is their pilot. And then um, there's like a botanist, a couple of other characters that I don't remember what they do. Basically, like they have this team of super scientists that are going on this really, really long space mission in this like self-sustained uh, e ecosystem of a spaceship to like go restart the sun. They don't restart the sun, everyone on Earth is going to die. This is going to be like a new ice, age, new ice age or something. It's got a great soundtrack. What? What? Wait, what? Are you? Oh, wait, Are I you? Don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not so confused. <laughs> okay, You can Kathy. spend a lot of time talking about characters. <laughs> right, okay, yeah, okay. So there's all these characters, super scientists, okay. on the way to the sun. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and so like the first half of the movie is kind of about like maybe existentialism or something. Like they kind of like, or the captain or something has like a moral quandary about like whether or not the earth deserves to be saved. I don't know. It's just them kind of existing in space and just trying to get to the sun to try to save the earth. Um, but then about halfway through the movie, they get they, they pick up this radio signal of the previous ship that tried to restart the sun. Because uh, they're, they're the second team to go try to do this. The first team, uh, I guess, they lost contact with. And so they, they like pick up the signal of the first ship that go, went to try to restart the sun. And they're like, oh, what we should do is like go get the bomb from that ship so that way we have two bombs and have a, like, you know, two shots to go to restart the sun, right? You know, basically all of humanity is riding on this. This is our last chance. Like maybe having two bombs will, will be okay. Um, and so they, they like make an executive decision to go get that second bomb to try to restart the sun. <clears throat> and that's basically when like the whole movie, just like everything starts going wrong. When they like veer off course to go meet up with the second ship, someone like messes up the math uh, with of like course. docking with the ship. So, yeah, exactly. Uh, and so, like, uh, basically one of the panels pr protecting the ship um, is broken and someone has to go out and fix it, like, manually. And then that person dies. Uh, and that was, that was like, the captain of the ship. So their captain dies on the How way to go. How did he die? Was it too hot? <laughs> yeah, so, like, they, as they're fixing it, like, the sun is about to roll over the ship oh, and, good. like, basically and it incinerates him. <laughs> um, okay, so, it, okay, it is hot. Okay. It's still the sun is still hot and, and very much dangerous. Um, okay. Well, I'm over here. They're trying to fly to the sun to bomb it twice. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> the sun is still alive, um, just dying. And so, like, the captain dies, and they're like, "Oh shit!" Like, shit's starting to get fucked up. And then the ship gets damaged too at the same time. So they're like internal greenhouse, which uh, was supposed to provide all of the oxygen for the ship because uh, it's like a self-sustained ecosystem that catches on fire so they're like holy fuck like the plants that were supposed to keep us alive for to go there and back like now we don't have enough to even get there wait um, is it plants yeah so they have like a like a greenhouse inside the ship that's supposed to like you know filter the co2 and produce oxygen but you know wait uh -huh. but that doesn't Okay, go ahead. It's like it's like an it's like an artificial greenhouse that's supposed to like give them continuous oxygen. Also, uh, just okay. like having fire on a spaceship can't end well. Super dangerous. Yeah. Super bad. Yeah. Uh, so they so like part of like veering off course, like captain dies, um, then the greenhouse catches on fire, and then the guy who made the math mistake. So he, I think he's like their smart math guy. You know that's a very professional thing. Yeah, um, smart enough. So they like they write like they crunch the numbers and like uh, Chris Evans' character is like, we don't have enough for all of us to make it to to make it to the to the star. One of us, uh, like one of us, has to die basically. Um, and so like the guy who made the math mistake that caused the captain to die, <laughs> he like commit he like commits suicide because he feels so responsible for like the shit that's gone wrong. Um, How did he commit suicide? How, he like he like. Ran a knife. No, he ran a knife down his uh. Oh, his arms. Oh, fuck. yeah, it's he really. Just went outside. Yeah, <laughs> he could have just gone outside and just burned instead, or suffocated. <clears throat> I don't know. Right. Uh, I mean, there's a yeah, a lot of things <laughs> that he could have done, but yeah. So, so like you know, he feels so responsible and guilty that you know the captain died, and then like you know that they were kind of fucked, uh, so he kills himself, and then so they they arrive at the the first spaceship that has the the original bomb, and then there's like kind of good news actually. So they like. They see that it's like the bomb is still functional. Um, the greenhouse in the original spaceship has overgrown and is like 
also still functional, so they'll be able to like take the green. So they went to the other spaceship. Yeah. So they they made their decision that they didn't have enough oxygen for everybody before they even went to check out the second ship. Yes. Well, okay. Well. Yeah. From a yeah. management <laughs> position, that's not quite. Probably, probably wouldn't. Yeah, if they, they had made it to the ship, then like the, the guy probably wouldn't have killed himself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, you gotta be real here. In the real world, <laughs> managers aren't good. <laughs> like, shit like this happens all the time because yeah, you you're sitting there like, listen. Managers. Technically, we would have double the resources right at the second ship. Let's wait to make drastic decisions until we figure out how much we can take from them. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, part of the problem is like, uh, so like Chris Evans' character. I think he's like he was like the co-captain, and then he becomes the captain after the captain dies. And like he's like really believes in the mission. Like he's like, it doesn't matter how many people die. We need to go fucking restart the sun, or everyone on Earth is gonna die. So like he's like kind of hardcore, and like, you know, was willing to do whatever it takes to to finish the mission. Um, so he's the one who like kind of was like, get her done. Yeah, get her done. Yeah. So they show up in the second ship, and they're like, oh, sweet, second bomb, greenhouse that's, like, overgrown, like, we can definitely use this, and we'll be able to go to the sun and make it back to Earth. <clears throat> and then some crazy shit happens. It wasn't crazy so far? Uh, so, like, so far it's just been kind of like a like a space, like, they're just out in space, and, like... What year is this? It's supposed to be some, like, you know, 2050s or something like that. <laughs> like, 2020? 2050? <laughs> <laughs> and so like yeah yeah no this, this isn't even the craziness yet so uh -oh. they go like one of the guys um goes and looks at the ship's logs to figure out you know like why didn't this ship make it to the sun like why did the, why did the first trip oh, yeah. fail did because... they find the crew or there's no crew that they found so far i'm getting there don't okay. worry okay bye -bye. um <laughs> uh so like uh basically they listen to the captain's logs and they discovered that like the captain of the previous journey like essentially descended into madness and like killed everyone on the ship oh, and like yeah. he was like we don't he like we don't deserve to continue on as a species oh, fuck. um and so he, so he decided to take it upon himself and killed everyone on the ship hey uh, what and, is, why why was there any reason for that or he just decided that all of, on his own space madness or something or i don't know it gets kind of philosophical or something i don't know i don't like they they don't really dive too deep or i don't remember it well enough but you know essentially it sounds like he like as as they play the logs it's like he's getting crazier and crazier and crazier and he hits a breaking point and then he just like kills everyone cool so they find out like that's what happened to the crew like the the ship is just you know stuck uh next to i think they're next to one of the planets close to the sun and so they're like okay cool you know let's hook up the bomb get the greenhouse in um and then continue on our way like go respect the sun they pull away, they set course back for the sun, start heading towards the sun. And they're like, okay, you know, you know, our cat, our, our captain's dead. The math guy killed himself because he felt so guilty. But, you know, everyone else is still okay. And like, we'll make it to the sun, restart the sun and make it back. So everything seems okay, right? So then like the computer uh, on the ship, that has got like an AI built into it or something, um, warns them that there's one extra life form on the ship. Mm -mm. Uh, <laughs> oh, horror. No, I got alien vibes now. I don't like that. And right. So, like, now stuff starts to design. Now it starts to descend into, like, kind of a almost like a slasher film. Oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> uh, so, basically, they find, like, like, parts of the ship start getting damaged randomly. And they eventually find out that it's the previous captain <laughs> was still alive. And he made it onto their ship. To try to sabotage their mission because nice. he still believes every, everyone on the planet should die so basically there's this like crazy guy who his like skin is like burnt all over he like looks really disgusting um leather yeah Gross. yeah uh and he's going around he's like around going around the ship trying to damage it and also kill the crew members dick move man it's kind of a dick move they're really close to the sun at this point like they're like the, the mission is close to being done <clears throat> and so like the remaining Basically, the remaining part of the movie is them just trying to, like, survive his onslaught. Because this guy is, like, fucking crazy. Um, and so he, like, uh, damages the computer, like, the navigation computer. And uh, he basically, to damage it, he, like, pulls the computer out of this, like, liquid nitrogen cooling vat that was, like, keeping it, you know, like, computers run hot. So, like, 
he, he pulled it out and so that way it would overheat and so like chris evans character actually dies uh like pushing it back in and like locking it into place just trying to like so he dies frozen he dies yeah like frozen Poor thing. fixing the computer because like they need the computer to like start the bomb and stuff chillian murphy's character the guy who invented the bomb is like the last people left and i, I think someone else is still alive with him and oh he wasn't the captain no he's he's like a okay. nuclear physicist or something My bad. i thought he died um, a long time ago <laughs> no like the captain was this um he's a japanese guy he's been in a couple other movies maybe even, maybe maybe in, i think it's the guy no i think it's the guy from westworld maybe if you've seen like the second or third season the third season but yeah so like they're really close to the sun they make it all the way they realize that they won't be able to like stay in the cockpit and set off the bomb and go back so chillian murphy like manually goes to the bomb and the guy like the crazy guy is chasing him the whole way uh and makes it to like the console in the bomb and they're like inside the sun and they like uh, sets it off <laughs> jesus Kathy. <laughs> i didn't know uh, that was me okay how did you know that heather or you because uh, very familiar with your burps um, so like uh, uh, go BFF. ahead continue story go ahead uh, yeah, story so, uh, okay we're almost there uh, so like yeah so like he makes it like they're, they're like inside the sun he sets off the bomb like everyone dies including the the old captain you know the whole thing just explodes it's like this massive nuclear explosion and then it cuts to I don't know a scene from earth and then you see like a shine off in the distance that's supposed to be like the sun reigniting, like they finished their mission. But everyone died. And that's sunshine and a <laughs> fantastic soundtrack. <laughs> I know I mentioned this earlier, but yeah, it's if you want, yeah, if you like sci fi. Yeah, what about the sci fi? That kind of had like. It, it starts deep. off as like a really like classic sci fi kind of like space odyssey thing. And then it like devolves into this kind of horror movie. But it's still really good all the way there through. Elements that reminded me of Event Horizon. I don't think I've seen that one. It's a. I thought it was gonna be really scary, so I I didn't watch it for the longest time, and it ends up being like a really badly done scary movie. But it has elements that remind me of that. But yeah, I highly recommend it if you like check it out on a streaming streaming service or rent it or something. Um, it's got a young young Chris Evans, young uh chillian murphy and uh just a great cast all the way around and great soundtrack and uh like you might not like the horror element at the end but it i think it was still pretty well done that is hilarious because that reminds me of i'm pretty sure you watched get out <laughs> oh this is reminding you of get out i haven't seen get out actually <laughs> okay well how, what you haven't seen get out it has the opposite like kind of like in terms of genre changing like at the end of the movie the entire Get Out movie was like, you know, thriller, horror, thriller, 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 mm -hmm. horror, like horror, suspense, thriller. yeah, yeah. And then when you get to the end of it, it becomes a comedy. And I'm like, what the heck just happened? <laughs> and I was just like, laugh, yeah. Also, spoilers. Thank you. I haven't seen Get Out, you're, but you're oh, well, just you should go watch it because it's about. It's really good. It's very it's really unsettling. Good. And then you get to the very end, okay. and you're like, holy fuck! All right. If you want to watch another very unsettling movie, you should watch the one I love with uh, it's got that guy from the League. Um, if you ever watched the League, but is this a is this a um, a rom com? No, it's a drama or like a oh. drama thriller. Okay. But also very, I don't know. I that's one I've it's I was very unsettled after that movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait, what's the basic idea behind it? Uh, the basic idea behind that movie is like. You go to this, um, like this therapist, therapist recommends you go to this like uh, couples getaway for people that are having uh, marital problems. Uh, and there's this like magic room where uh -huh. like the best version of your, or like your ideal version of your significant other, like you get to interact with. Yeah, that's never a good so, idea. Like, you... But it's like really weird and crazy. And the ending is pretty intense. It's like Stepford Wives. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Was it really intense because it hit too close to home for you? How would that hit close to home? You know, that, that room you have. Yeah, the room uh, resonated. You're like, oh my god, that's what would happen if I met 
my ideal person uh, <laughs> uh, in the bad way because <laughs> you said no, it's, it's just it's just got a really good like overall commentary on relationships and like what i don't know what relation what relationships mean to people gotta yeah the ending is really good like i'd watch that movie just for the ending okay wait you'd watch that movie just for that ending you said yeah like the ending is like so good that like it's like the movie itself is kind of slow i think in general but like getting to the ending is totally worth the payout wait what's it called again uh the one i love (laughs) i thought it was was gonna be never mind what nothing i'm over here i was ready for that joke kathy I was going to say, the movie was the end justifies the means. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible. That's why I stopped. <laughs> I'm still glad I made you say it. <laughs> justifies the means of watching this entire movie. I don't even know how to react. Yeah, because it was such the appropriate quote. Oh I know I'm God. so good at them. I wasn't going to do so hot in the beginning, but I did at the end. <laughs> it's beautiful, all of it. Would you consider disney stuff geeky or not really yeah sure i mean it's just being a product of the 90s probably like being born in the 90s because it's a special place in everyone's heart i've went ahead and just opened it up to anything that people want to talk about that other people might not know about here's one uh, the reason why i asked about the disney thing i don't know i've been in this thing where i now anything i read anything i watch anything i even play video games with okay like any meat like just media in general um, I've been trying to understand if it's a translation of something. So an example would be, you know, you know the Harry Potter books? They yeah, adapted that into a movie. I want to say it was a, a pure translation because they made changes, right? I'm kind of getting into like the, the English side of it. But for me, I, I guess my world has been colored watching like different iterations of like when people remake something. Did this get spurred on by Mulan? No, I, I just I actually I've actually my world has been colored about translations versus adaptations since college. I took this one English class, and it, that was just what the the class was purely about. And we actually just watched movies throughout the entire nice. English class. <laughs> and uh, one of my favorite things to compare is Cinderella. Okay, because I like to like you know you you have the. The Brothers Grimm version versus the Disney version versus, you know, other adaptations you see in, in like, films such as, like, Ever After, which got, oh, just got yeah. put on Disney Plus oh. with, uh, like, Drew Barrymore. And you kind of, like, start paying attention to these little details. It's like, okay, what recurring element is here and there? Or which one did they directly translate to do a good job? Yeah. Which one was <clears> I don't know. first? The Brothers Grimm version? Good question. Uh, I, I don't know. Must be, right? Which they actually cut off, like parts of the feet to fit right and a glass slipper so wouldn't you obviously know that they like cut off parts of their feet to fit <laughs> i didn't i didn't i don't i didn't read it i don't know oh i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure it's they cut off parts of their feet to fit instead of it just like not fitting i've been doing the the kitty thing and i've been using the disney version as my baseline oh. and then all the live action ones <laughs> are like the adaptation okay, so you okay. remember the yeah, like ever after, um, there there was the the Hillary Duff one with Chad Michael Murray. Oh my god, <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> so I'm just saying, like, kind of like they have the same story and how they, you know, how they repeat certain like reoccurring elements, such as like the fairy godmother, the little friends. So you know, that's what I've been kind of doing. Another thing, um, look to look at is uh, across video games. Um, what I've done is like for Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm actually like I follow Mortal Kombat and I watch the movies. I played the games on Sega Genesis. I played them. You on watch PS2. the movies. Like, the movies wow, are great. Okay. I have to say. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty. <laughs> they, I mean, cheese. they are. They're, they're like good camp. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm over here like I, anything with cheese. I am into. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> so for me, those are fun topics. I agree. Okay. Well, good topic. Good topics for next time. Then. Yeah, for reals. Um, no problem. Actually, real quick before you go, I'm making everybody sing their way out. So pick a song. Sing our way out. And sing it out. Wait, do I, I choose a song, or do you have a song for me? No, to sing? you could choose. Choose a song to sing out. I got one. What are you gonna sing, Kathy? 
chicken wing, chicken wing, hot dog and bologna, chicken macaroni, chicken with my homies. <laughs> yeah, Kathy's been on TikTok quite a bit. Super easy. Okay, how does that go? Chicken wing, chicken wing. Hot dog oh, and bologna. Oh, it's yep. like the holidays. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. <laughs> what fun it is to, I don't know the words, but jingle bells. Okay. Is that good? No. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> or wait, I can do another. Chestnuts. Wait, no. It's, I don't remember the lyrics, lyrics of that one, too. Some other you probably song. know the Spanish one better. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. <laughs> I love this. Something so sweet. 